The Podbreed Network is strictly for the small podcasts that are up and coming in the vast world of podcasting. Podbreed is made up of many diverse podcasts coming together to achieve the same goal of being the best damn podcast network on the planet. Find out more at podbreed.com. You are now listening to Drea's Point of View, a female-hosted podcast bringing you various topics in 10 minutes or less. No fluff, no nonsense. Prepare to be captivated, fascinated, and elevated to a different plateau. Without further ado, here's your hostess, Drea. You are listening to Drea's Point of View, and today I have a special guest. I know you're like, you say that every time you have a guest. Well, this time, the reason why this guest is very special, I consider him a friend. He is a fellow HBCU alum, an ex-radio announcer, and he was so gracious, so gracious enough to have me on his show. Yes, he's a fellow podcaster. So I want you to please welcome the incomparable host of the Struggle Plate podcast from the Windy City, Doug. Hey, we are here. We're here. Yo, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited too. I couldn't wait. I'm like, you know what? I gotta have you on mine because I loved our vibe from your show. 100%. 100%. Rave reviews. Before you tell us, about your show, I, I just mm-hmm. want to know. Well, actually, okay, go ahead. Start with that. Tell us about your show. Yeah. So, hello, everybody. You know, my name is Doug, aka Northside Doug, aka the Common Denominator. I am the one and only host for the Struggle Plate Podcast. Every Mondays, I break down a song that embodies an artist's passion, pain, and pleasure, mainly hip hop and R and B. So, for example, I'm talking about Meek Mill's Dreams and Nightmares, um, Hard Place from Her, or if you just want to go back to the 90s, do a little Donnell Jones, you know, Where I Want to Be, just music like that, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it's been going on for over a year now, and God's been good. What can I say? Now, can you tell us how you got that name, Struggle Plate? Yeah, so... (laughs) Basically, I, I actually give it up to my mom's, um, and she's only listened to one episode, uh, actually. <laughs> I hope it was ours. I hope it was ours. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, no, it wasn't, unfortunately. She only listened to the very begin to, to the very first episode, and she didn't make it past the first five minutes because I was doing the cussing oh. a lot. But, um, you know, when I came up with this name, it was really hard for me to figure this out because... I wanted it to be around centered around food. And I was talking to my mom on the phone. And I was like, yo, man, I like I want it to be centered around food. I already know what kind of music and songs, you know, that I want to play on the podcast and break down. So are you like, trying I to tell us that you're a foodie? Oh, 100%. I'm from Chicago, man. <laughs> right, right. Saying? Okay. I, like, <laughs> like, I don't even know what's up with these food portions outside <laughs> of Chicago. All right. <laughs> it's, it's insane. And I was like, I just really wanted to this podcast to embody like this real struggle 
And she's like, yo, just call it the struggle plate. Everybody's had a struggle plate once in their life. And I was like, mm. yo, this woman's a genius. You know, I've, I've eaten off of many of her struggle plates <laughs> in college. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I like that. Well, yeah. now, now tell us how COVID, it's still here. It's, it's mm-hmm. almost gone, but it's, it's lingering. I, mm-hmm. I want to know how your mental health has been throughout COVID from the beginning to like right now. Oh man, it was, it's a roller coaster uh, for me. Cause I just moved here to Denver. I've been here for about two years now. And after my first year, I got acclimated to everything still trying to figure out stuff. And the summer of COVID, I was getting ready to really ingratiate myself in the culture. And then by booking shows, live events, and just being new folks too. Cause I had just gotten out of like a really, really tumultuous relationship. So I finally got my self-confidence up. I'm like, all right, we about to do this. And then next thing you know, bam, hit me. Out of nowhere. So the stress, you know, came back. It was overwhelming anxiety. Mm. Like that was probably the first half of COVID for me was a lot of anxiety. Same. And like, I, I didn't even know what anxiety was, you know what I'm saying? Fully. Yeah. And then next thing you know, after we get through the holidays, because I was really, you know, depressed by being by being here by myself um when i usually spend the holidays with my family at least one of the holidays i planned on going to homecoming as well so i was just like man i'm not used to this super homesick and i probably want to say i just got out of the entire covid slump probably around the end of may or the middle of may i'd say that yeah. Okay. So, okay. A lot of anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> same. Same for sure. What? Uh, now, how do you think Denver has handled COVID? Because COVID wasn't the same everywhere. Everybody didn't get yeah. the same treatment. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Like, I think Denver handled it better than you know your Floridas and Texas of the world. <laughs> <laughs> they never had it. They never had it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say that. I'd say it had, they handled it pretty well because the way that we got COVID was from the out-of-country tourists um, from Italy coming to the mountains, mm. you know. Okay. And, you know, Italy got hit real oh, hard. Yeah. yeah, I've got a friend. So, she has her family there, and she was telling me about it. They can't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, they had to, like, they were literally finding people people for stepping outside and damn near arresting them. And they didn't play. They didn't play overseas, though, with it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But Denver, they, they, they did all right. They shut everything down pretty quick. You know, there were a few little hiccups and mishaps there. and But I think they handled it better than, you know, <laughs> than all of my friends who were living in Texas and Florida and even out in Cali, too, you know. When did they, when did you guys fully open? I don't even think we're fully open, if we're being honest. I think 
No, we're not fully open. Oh, uh-uh. really? We, we can we can only do indoor events. We can now do indoor events. I want to say. Oh wow! Yeah, in some of the grocery store chains, like the Kroger's, you know, they lifted up their mask restrictions. But for the most part, it's like the governor. He really wants to make it, you know, seem like it's just all smoke and mirrors, you know, like how it is for the most part, because people are still walking around. People are just now starting to walk around with their mask off, you know, but okay, it's not technically open. I want to say that it'll be technically open towards the end of June. Okay. So, yeah. Because yeah. I, I know Cali just opened June 15th. So yeah. Um, yeah, I, I know I didn't really appreciate the <laughs> the, the gradualness of it all. It, it, it's some things I think I think everything can be open safely. I'm sorry, I said it. <laughs> everything can be Uh-oh. open, minimal capacity, including movie theaters. Nobody's in there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no one is in there. There's no reason for those movie theaters to be closed. People could have been working. You know, everything's done online, and it's 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 it's, it's insane. But I'm glad for what we did have at least we have beaches at the beginning at least we sure have that <laughs> once we sure get past don't. once we get past the curfew part of it yeah yeah like like i don't think there are any more curfews and whatnot but y'all got beaches you know what i'm saying parks. i'm not going to the mountains and parks okay so i'm um, yes and parks yes yeah, so yeah, definitely I'm parks <laughs> you know I'll, I'll i'll take a casual stroll in the park and whatnot, but you know, I get a little uh, PTSD for just being a black man in Denver. <laughs> you oh, know okay. what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. What made a little you, PTSD? Let me go back to the uh, how, your podcast. How like what made you start one? How did you get into it? Um, did you hear about pod? Did you listen to podcasts before you got started in yours? Because I I did. Someone told me about it about podcasts. I listened to a few. Then mm-hmm. I had to actually get ghosted for me to start a podcast, which was the first my first episode. How did you get uh, into your uh, show? It's actually funny. This is going to like show my true um, nerdism when it comes to podcasting because I will listen to more podcasts and I actually watch TV. Same. I remember when they first started podcasting. That had to have been around 2006, 2007, um, right around the boom of Facebook. But nobody knew what podcasting I was. Didn't. I, I didn't even hear about it till a few years and, ago. And, yeah, so I had to have been about 16 when I was on a podcast. Okay. And it was through a a youth group that I was a part of, like a high school, like youth policy action group in Chicago. You know, I was one of those kids, you know, and this journalist interviewed us and she's like, yo, it's a podcast. It's like radio, but it's not, you know, radio, no commercials, no music. And I was like, all right. And one of my favorite radio hosts, um, Peter Rosenberg and Cypher Sounds from Hot 97 in New York, when they got paired together, they started off by doing a podcast. So I remember podcasting around 2006, 2007. Wow. And, and by the time that I wanted to start my own, had to have been around like 2016. You know how it is. You want to do it, but you don't have enough confidence to do right. it. And I had started one 
with a very good friend of mine um, before this podcast in 2018. Hmm. My good friend, Nikki, uh, we had a podcast called Red Cups and Wine Glasses. You see the food theme. And um, I like that title. First, thank you. You know, I clearly I was not the wine glass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, the first half was uh, celebrity news. The second half, I was breaking down classic albums. And the idea of that came in 2018 when rap really started having like a resurgence. Like. 2018 is probably, it is, it's the best year in rap since 98. You know, 98 is when you had the miseducation of Lauryn Hill, Wu-Tang's uh, second album, you know, so on and so on, and Big Pun and all that stuff. In 2018, that's when you had Cardi B's debut album, Migos Culture 2, Kanye West did that whole good music rollout where he was dropping an album every week with his different artists. Drake put out an album. It was the same year that Beyonce and Jay-Z dropped their album. album. Meek, Meek Mill, Nipsey Hussle, Nicki Minaj. It was just a really good year in rap. And I was like, okay, I can't hold out any longer. I got to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to be a part of this because I love music. It's, it's been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. But that's initially how I got started in podcasting. That's amazing. What a story. Now... What would you say is your favorite genre of music? What resonates with you the most? Oh, hands down, hip hop. You know, okay. I'm, I've been like my my dad's and it's a true New Yorker, even though he swears he'll never go back. Um, you know, growing up in Chicago, I was easily that nerdy kid. Knowing every single words and lyrics to DMX, Rough Riders, and I just love the energy. Like, that's what these, I'm going to say, white people, you know, try to duplicate, but it still never resonates. And the storytelling, and I look at these hip-hop artists like Nas, uh, Jay-Z, as actual geniuses but they're not called geniuses and that always bothered me even as a kid and like the the rhyme play the skills and i can go as far as back to 85 you know um in terms of my parents putting me on to run dmc and i grew up in chicago everybody in chicago wore jordans but i wanted to wear adidas because rev run held up the adidas you know what i'm saying like that's how much Hip-hop is in my veins, in my bones. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, okay, since hip-hop, do you have a favorite versus that you enjoyed? Was it a hip-hop uh, one or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. That, um, it was Fabulous versus Jadakiss. And I, I had to... And I and I feel like I was the only one who was rooting for Jada Kiss, you know, because Jada Kiss is in my top five. But I love Fabulous. Everybody knows Fabulous has better records, you know, than Jada, like in terms of just, you know, charts. But I just felt like Jada just bullied Fab. 
out of playing his own, you know, records. Jada's like, yo, I'm going to go street. I'm going to take it back to my mixtape. And Fab was like, no, I'm going to take it back to my mixtapes too. And everybody was like, no, play your number one hits. And I was like, Jada's built for this. It's different. So it was that and uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire yes. versus the Isles. Now that was mine. That was mine. Those, those are my top two right there. Like, come on. Did that not bring you back? Did that not? I was just on. like, I think I was more excited than Steve. <laughs> that I mean, you were throwing ice right, trays. Came on at the right. It, I don't know. That's just the kind of music that we need. We all need that type of stuff. Oh, it's absolutely. Just, oh, man. it's still good in your soul. Absolutely. Like I feel like, and I don't. Granted, I'm 29 years old, but I sound like an old fart every time I say this. I just feel like nobody today is really putting that much thought no. into their songs, into their lyrics. No quality. And, and hearing all, it's like quantity and no quality. Quality, none. none. And like, God, like that made me miss Maurice. You know what I'm saying? It made me respect Mr. Big some more. Right. You know, now he really like, surprised me. Yes. He really, I didn't even, first off, I didn't, I came into it maybe five minutes late. So I didn't know who mm. it was. I'm like, where's, where's Ron? Where's Ron? And then uh, I think Steve said something to Ron. You know, he called his name or something. I'm like, wait a minute. Yo. That's right. <laughs> Come on, That's man. Right. You was feeling a little something for him, weren't you? You was like, okay, Mr. Isley. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I wasn't I wasn't before. I got to tell you. I wasn't before, but I loved, I loved the salt and pepper look. I love that. Oh, um, man. Let me switch gears just a little bit. I'm going to come back to the music, but... Right. I want to talk about something else that we have in common, and that is travel. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so, you know, summertime's here. Everybody likes to, everybody's flying right now. The airports are packed. I mean, like, more packed than usual with us. I see more of us on the planes, too, which I like. I want to yep. know what kind of traveler you are. And I'm, I'm going to ask a couple of questions because I'm curious because everybody travels differently. I'm curious mm -hmm. to hear everybody's story. Like when they're how. Okay, first off, let me ask you this. You recently had a trip. You recently went home. Yes, I did. Okay. How soon? How far in advance did you pack? Oh, I packed about a week out. I can't even lie. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I packed a week out. And normally I don't do that, but I had to because they're charging. They're charging the check-in bags. You know? <laughs> they're charging the check-in bags. I'm not used to that. You know, I'm used to sneaking stuff on the plane and I can't even get away with that stuff anymore. You know? They check everything. So I definitely packed out a week in advance, I want to say. Okay. Now, how... Do you do you usually check a bag or are you a backpack guy? Are you a designer luggage set guy or are you a duffel bag guy when you travel? Man, I can't even spell designer luggage. I'm 100% <laughs> backpack. <laughs> I, I, I am Mr. Backpack, all, hands down, all day, every day. But this last trip, I took a suitcase, which I haven't done in like years. A yeah. suitcase? <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah. Huh. Well, not a suitcase, not uh, not the not the briefcase, but like you know, an actual bag, one that you have to check in. And I normally don't do that. I usually just get a backpack and a small bag, 
but I'll break it to you. I got a size 17 shoe, so I can't just stuff Whoa. two pairs of shoes Whoa. in my bag. That's it's not even possible. You said size 17. Size 17. I knew there was another reason why I liked you. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dog. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. So I I try to travel as light as possible. Because usually when I was like a teen, you know, because I've been traveling since I was five. I went to Africa when I was 16, you know, Dominican Republic, 15. And I was, oh, and I was a shoe guy. But the, my size 10s turned into 12s. The 12s turned into That's 14s, crazy. you know. So, yeah. So, you, okay. So, when you do, okay. So, would you say on the average that you overpack yeah hands down hands down hands down but i got it down packed because next week i'll be in texas and i found a way to get all of my clothes in a backpack because i'm not paying another 35 dollars to united it's not happening so you know okay one okay good the whole mix and match thing is what you're doing yeah 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 yeah, and literally counting down, counting the days in terms of clothes that I will be there, and, and meaning that I will wear the same clothes on my departure flight, you know, the, as the one on my arrival. Return, right. Okay. Yes. All right. Got it. Got to do it. Got it. You know, I had to dig deep in that. I was raising a house full of women, so everything was organized except for me. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Mom's definitely taught me how to how to travel. And it's funny because whenever she'd come see me, she'd bring everything but the kitchen sink with her. But she taught me <laughs> how to do it. Roll everything up, mix and match. I mean, I got a lot of clothes, but I don't need to bring them with me. You know, I, yes. I, took, a, I took a trip to uh, Vegas a few months ago and I went with my one, it's a designer, but it's a designer duffel bag. And mm. I stayed a weekend, mix and matched, uh, one pair of shoes was in there, one pair of shoes I wore, and I still had enough room to bring home what I shopped with there. Whoa, you a pro. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't, because I hate, first off, you know how I just hate, one of my pet peeves is seeing a woman struggling with bags. Mm. I, I just hate that. I hate to see, they're looking around for somebody to help them uh, lift their bags up. I mean, you pack it, you stack it. I mean, you can't get, you You want somebody to help you lift what you packed? No. Um, it's, I, I'm just a one bag chick when I go places. I don't, I don't play those games. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't see the need for all of that because I don't do the club scene. You know, I, I, and even if I did, I just feel that, you know, you can have a comfy shoes because you're walking around in Vegas, you need your sneakers. There's yes, no such thing as heels this and stilettos and all that fact. garbage. And I just bring a pair of, I'm, I'm down to the ballet flats now. I could do the heels. I used to do the heels, but I'd, I've been leaving them at home. Yeah, I, I just know how to do it. I just don't like, more than one bag is too much for me. I don't, I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it. How are you, now, how are you dressing when you go? Are you the sweatpants oh. guy? Are you the casual chic guy? Are you designer down guy? So, as of... What type? What day is it? January. Yeah, as of January, I am now dressing like a fully grown adult. <laughs> so, so that, 
<laughs> I hate to ask, what were you wearing before January? Oh, I was your typical, you know, hood look. You know, your typical N I G G A, the the do rag, no, no. sweats, not the do rag. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I get it. I read a lot. I'm corny, but I'm the kind of guy that will jam some Wu Tang Clan while reading Sherlock Holmes. That's just the, you know, the dichotomy of things. And it wasn't until, you know, my last relationship where the girl was like, all right, I get it, but you got to, like, you know, step it up. Thank you. You got to step it up. You know, that's the nice way, you know, of her saying it, you know. Yeah. (laughs) So, but now, like, I definitely at least bring one pair of like casual wear, whether if it's some really nice jeans and my loafers, you know. There you and go. Like, there you go. And like an and like an actual t shirt, you know, or a or a button down. Like I at least have to have one of those. Because every time that I come home to see my dad, he's always taking me to some damn banquets. You know what I'm saying? And I can't just keep showing up in Jordans. Right. You know, in a in a Bernie Mac t shirt. I can't just keep doing that anymore. Now do you so, bring yeah. do you bring your own are you one of those travelers who do you try to be efficient? Self sufficient? Do you bring your own stuff, like your own snacks and or and blankets, or do you look for the airline to provide it? Oh no, that's all that's all female stuff right there. You know, yeah. y'all bring the y'all bring the you know, the blankets and the snacks, you know. I bring the snacks, um, but and, and a sweater. I don't do the blanket. That's that's like I said, that's too much. I don't wanna carry <laughs> I don't yeah, wanna carry yeah, much. Yeah, nah, I don't if anything I'll just bring a hoodie with me. Okay. You know. Um What about food? Yeah. Do you eat at the airport or you are you No, absolutely not. Uh, uh, I am the king of the dollar menu, and there is no such thing as a dollar menu in the airport. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. So you eat before you get there, or you bring your stuff? Yes, one hundred percent. I I will definitely cook a full meal before I go there, or at least pick something up on the way. You know, and the, the trips haven't been that long for me to you know get actually hungry. So yeah. Okay. All right, I've got a question for you, uh, and it's going to lead up to a scenario that I heard recently on a podcast. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it. First off, right. have you ever been flown out, or would you, or have you flown someone out? <laughs> Fly me out, please, okay? You know, reparation, reciprocity, I've never had it. I passed up. On being flown out one time. Nice. And that was my uh, male ego talking, unfortunately. I was 22. You know, she was like 31, you know. Kind of got a thing for the older ladies, I can't lie, you know. And she basically worked at the airport back when I was living in Louisiana. And she was like, yo, we we can go to one of the islands. You know, I was just like, whoa, wait a minute. You yeah. Know, but, then my, but then my male pride and ego on the inside, I was like, the hell she, you know, trying to fly me out, pimp me out. It ain't going down <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, now I'm like, damn. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you ain't going to, you know, I'm a man. You know, one of those things, you know, those insecure statements. I'm a man. I don't need that. 
Yeah, now that I think about it, I should have definitely taken that chance. I've never flown anybody out, though. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> okay, I, refuse. I don't. Okay, I don't blame you. That leads into this scenario that I heard recently on a uh, fellow podcast. It was a story, apparently short version. This they weren't a couple. This these two people were talking for about five months or so, and he flies her out, puts her up somewhere. I want to say it was Mexico. And they've been sexting and sending each other nudes. It was that type thing. So he paid for her vacation, okay? And Mm -hmm. she gets there and he texts her. He's like, okay, you know, I haven't heard from you. What's what's going on? And she says, um, well, I just got checked in, you know, 30 minutes ago, charging my phone. He said, okay, I'm going to come see you. Um, no, it's late. You, you can, you know, probably come see me tomorrow. He said, okay. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. She was like, as, as, as friends, right? And he was like, what do you mean? What do you, why are you acting brand new? We've been (laughs) with his friend stuff. It's been five months. We've been, you know, kind of stuff they've been doing. And she's like, well, I don't understand you as friends or whatever. And she was like, well, I don't really sleep with my friends. He loses it and says, okay, I'll tell you what, you check out tomorrow at noon and find your own flight home. <laughs> now, was, we all know she was wrong for leading him on. Was he wrong? Hands down. Was he wrong? <sighs> would you, and, so, how, and how would you have reacted? So he cut the trip short. He That's sure what did. he basically did. He sure <sighs> did. There was no trip really because he let her stay the night and Oh. Had her check out that next day. Oh man! See, there's the therapy answer. You know what I'm saying? Then <laughs> <laughs> there's and then there's the real, you know, answer. Um, but I guess we'll go with the truth, right? Um, Please. <sighs> yeah, he was wrong. That's kind of messed up. You know what I'm saying? But, 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 but. See, you, see, this is where you gotta do circumstances, you know. Like, did he pay, you know, for her flight back? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, right on, brother. Right on, man. You know what I'm saying? If you pay for the flight, oh no, 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 no. I, I believe um, that part I'm not, I'm not sure of. Okay. But I, I know right. that. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was paid for in advance. That the flight part, I think it was, just like the hotel. But he wanted her to cut it short and find her own way back home. Jesus. Okay, yeah. That's that's kinda that's kinda jacked up, dude. I get it. I salute you. You do that. I won't do that. I can't do that. You know, as much as a tough guy that I am. But if it was for me, I just I just wouldn't even talk to her for the whole trip. You know what I'm saying? I would just act like she non existent. Okay, but so you, you know? would you would let her stay there for a few days and okay, so you yeah. wouldn't change anything. No, no. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go and get my own little piece. You know? That's just what I do. I be I be salty. Let's not get switched. You know what? I like you know? that, actually. I, I like that answer. I respect that answer. I, I be salty, but yeah. Yeah, it's funny, too, because the course of guys, they all agreed that he was in the right. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm like, um, I, I can't see leaving anyone anywhere. Whether it be leaving them at a, a bar alone, leaving them in the woods, but over overseas, international. I mean, that's 
you know you don't know her situation. I'm going to assume that she didn't really bring yeah. any spending money. And let's just assume she didn't really have anybody to ask. I get that leading them on wasn't right. But two wrongs don't make a right. You don't leave somebody yeah. somewhere, especially overseas, because karma is going to get you. <laughs> yeah, so, man. At least you let know. her go home early. At least, you know, since you're having her check out early, have change the flight to be early, too. You know? Yeah, man. Don't be half-ass about it. I don't, I don't, I don't really... I didn't really like that uh, response, but I, I I appreciate I appreciate you words. Yeah, what a situation! I can't even yeah can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah, nah. Like I got three older sisters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and a conscience um, and a mother who raised yes. you well. So yes, that's just not yes, cool. all that, <laughs> all that. But I do tell my sisters, you know, like when if they're leading somebody on, you know, that's I'm dangerous. Like, you know the, that's I dangerous. Like, you know the guy. I was like, yeah, that's what I tell them. I was like, now. You know that leads into you know him feeling entitled. You know what I'm saying to have sex with you, and once he doesn't get that, he's gonna act out in a very different way. You know what I'm saying? I say so. You just gotta think. That's all I be telling them. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's that's it. Could it could have gone worse than that? You know. Yes. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that she eventually got help somebody to send her some money to oh my goodness i can't even well i would have gone that far first off i, I don't do nudes and all that so it wouldn't have gone that far Absolutely with me not. i would have also had a backup somehow i don't know i don't i don't like just because of my independence i don't really like the thought of somebody taking care of me in that way you know what i mean like mm-hmm. unless we're serious serious like you're my husband <laughs> or my, you know what I mean? I, I just, that wouldn't set right with me. Nah, yeah, man, somebody's flying me out and putting me up and yeah, I, no. <laughs> that couldn't, I couldn't, that couldn't be me. Okay. No, no, thank you. Right, right, right. Now, let me ask you, since it is African American Music Appreciation Month. Yes, it is. One of your favorites and mine mm-hmm. just dropped her new project. Yes, ma'am. You know her by a government name. I, me and everybody else, we all know her as her. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did you get a chance to check it out? I listened to it twice. No. Twice. <laughs> twenty-two. Times. Twenty-two cuts. Twenty-two. How many? Okay. Yes. Well, since you listened to it twice, I was going to ask you how many mm-hmm. stars you give it. I take it you give it five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, well, I'll give it four and a half. You know, it was almost a perfect album. Almost. Same. Same. Almost. I'll give it like four and a half. Mm-hmm. You know. It's enough. It's like good enough to buy to me. 100. 100%. You know, because, you know, we all download stuff. We all download mm-hmm. stuff. But that's good enough to buy. It, to me, a good one is if I can get with at least half, I'm buying it. Yes. 100%. Yeah, no, I'm 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 going to buy this vinyl as soon as it comes out. You know, as soon as it's available. I, gotta, I guess I got to break down and and get the vinyl and the record player too. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm definitely gonna do it. Yeah, I I really really enjoyed. It. I would say maybe out of the 22, I probably like 18, and that's not bad. Yeah, that's I think that's the that's still a good album. That's a great album. If you can if you can only like skip three, you know, songs, you know, because that's how many like I was counting in my head. It's like two to three songs that I can do without. Out of twenty two, that's great. Exactly. Exactly. Um yeah. 
I actually plan to, she's supposed to be coming my way in August for a weekend, two days, Mm. two days. So, uh, and it's an outdoor venue, of course. So that should be nice. I think I'm going to check her out. I actually saw her a few years ago uh, at the Essence Festival. And really? I got it. Yeah, it was. I didn't really know who she was then. I've heard her music, but I didn't know, you know, what she looked like. So it was seeing her, and she did a, a, a little tribute to Prince because, you know, she plays a guitar. And very Yo. talented to be so young. Very young. Wow. Very relatable, too. Amazing songwriter. Anyone who can play an instrument, first off, anybody Mm -hmm. who's an actual entertainer, you know, can play an instrument and sing is all right in my book. So, yeah. Yeah. And she plays the drums, too. Come on, now. What what are we talking about here? I know. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Now, there are some others that I'm looking forward to hearing, too. A couple of people that are coming out with something next month. Uh, Mm -hmm. Prince, actually, is coming out with something. Oh, another posthumous album? And Leela James. Whoa. I'm sure if you're into her. But, yeah, she's coming out with something. I heard two snippets, uh, just two, actually, two songs. She's got a lot. There's a lot on that uh, album, too. So, yeah. That's some good music coming out. And it usually does in the summer, so. Mm. Mm. I literally just found out about Leela James, I want to say about two weeks, about a week ago. No way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like her. I like her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, now, tell me before, before I let you go, mm-hmm. I want you to tell me one positive thing that you have that has affected you from COVID? Something good that you get out of it? Hmm. Because I can tell you what it is for me. I can tell you that. Mm. Um, I can tell you what it is for me. Actually, it's I was pre-COVID I was always on the move. Mm -hmm. Always on the go. And, you know, my friends were like, you're, you're doing too much, you're doing too much. No, I'm fine, I'm fine. I've drastically cut that down. I take more naps, I get my rest, I don't plan as much, and I'm okay with that. Mm. I don't have to go to everything. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I can miss it, that's okay. I don't always have to do this It's and that. It'll get done when it gets done. I'm, I'm okay. There'll be another event. There'll be another function. I'm okay. So it's, it's made me get more rest. Mm. And I appreciate that. I hate that it took that for me to do it, but hey, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I definitely think COVID has definitely taught us all how to be still or more still uh, per se. I think for me... I've definitely learned this whole self-love, self-care routine that y'all been doing since Oprah, you know, came to the sea. <laughs> I, I, I'd honestly say that because I don't know too many men who will actually say that, you know, Not who do actually I. <laughs> do that. So in terms of just doing things that I like for me, you know, and I used to read heavy. Um, and also I just stopped, 
and I just got back into reading. You know, I'm, I'm over here journaling. I used to journal a lot. I basically started doing a lot of the things that I used to do um, back when my phone wasn't my number one priority. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say that. I definitely say that. So, like, I don't even follow it's IG thoughts anymore. I don't even know who this person is, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm reading and it's like self-help books too. You know, it's not even like, you know, whatever. You know, I've been you getting know. a lot of, speaking of self-help, I've been listening to a lot because there are tons, so many self-help podcasts out there. Yes. And I've been coming across so many during COVID and it's really, really helped. And some of them are like, I like it, short. <laughs> Short, yeah, short yeah. and sweet, and yeah, yeah it's, it's really it's really helps because I like to read too, but I also like to listen to what other people have to say, and I've, I've really found some good ones. Like I know one guy, he made me think about changing my morning routine mm. because we all have the same, and it's it's really apparently according to him what I've been doing, which is probably like most people do, isn't the healthiest thing. Like, do you automatically have to check your phone? Oh, yes. Do, you know, do you automatically have to hit snooze? Because I'm guilty of that. Now, that probably won't change because I, I, have to, <laughs> I, have to, I have to hit it. But in the morning, though, at least, don't put your alarm near you. Get up. Yes. Get up and then turn it off. Chances are you may not go back to sleep. So. No, that is, that is so true because I've learned how to meditate during this pandemic. I would say that's the biggest thing. And a lot of that had to deal with me not checking my phone before I go to sleep and when I wake up. That's very We all very do hard. it. We all that's do it. That's very hard. That's super hard. I did, the, so, but yeah. the morning after I heard him say that, I didn't do it. Not right away. And right. my day actually went better. It was interesting. Mm. I'm like, ah, mm. I don't know. It could have been coincidental. But it's still... It just went better. I, I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to check my phone ex right when I, <laughs> right when yeah. I got up and it, it, it worked. I didn't do it really until maybe, I don't know, sometime that afternoon or whatever. I didn't really didn't miss much. <laughs> the drama yeah. is still there. It's, it's always there. Like, I don't even, like, I know that's what definitely taught me how to manage my anxiety. Mm -hmm. Definitely was staying away from my phone. <laughs> Following anything and everything that is toxic, you know. Um, and there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it on <sighs> social media. There's a lot of it. Oh, I see. Whenever I see it, I'll be like, not today, Satan. Who's, well, you know who's liking this? Speaking of, speaking of toxic, are you on Clubhouse? No. Uh -uh. Okay. No. Lucky you. No. Keep it that way. Keep it that way, because that that place is. I'm not on it often. I was invited months ago, and every now and then I'll get on there, and when I do, it's like, how old are we here? What 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 is this? High school? I mean, you know, it's it's usually the men against the women, those type topics, yes. and people are talking over each other. Now there are a couple of podcasting groups. I joined, but I haven't really, for some reason, I haven't really, really gotten into those. It's just like whatever interesting topic to me pops up, 
I'll sit and listen and sit and sit and sit. I'll only listen though. I will not jump in because I don't like anybody talking over me. I'm not going to argue. I'm not <laughs> not going to do it. But um, yeah, it's overall, I'm, I'm not impressed. <laughs> so nah. if, if you could stay off of that, do, please do. Anything you got to be invited to, like it's something major. You got to get an invite in order to join, please. No, 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 I can't I can't do that kind of stuff anyway, because uh, my generation was the first generation that was birthed under the social media era. And I literally remember people getting jumped in school for stuff that they would say on my oh, face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. I, like, hey, man, he's saying that stuff on his app. But I see you at second period every single day. <laughs> right. What do you think is going to happen right now? You know, <laughs> so I never, I never uh, subscribed to any of that mess. You know, nah. So I am going to thank you tremendously for this opportunity to have you on my show. I really thank you for having me. I oh wow! I'm looking forward to this. I want you to tell my followers where they can stalk you, where they can find you. Yeah, yeah, y'all can definitely stalk me on Instagram and Twitter. Just type in Northside Doug, my podcast. On Instagram, it's at the Struggle Plate Podcast. Twitter, Struggle underscore Plate. But I'm really active on my main account. That's Northside Doug, and um, the podcast, the Struggle Play Podcast. We got a we got a her episode coming this Monday. You know, we're gonna talk about this album. This podcast comes out every single Monday on all digital streaming platforms that you listen to your podcast on. Whether if it's Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, you name it. All you literally have to do is just Google the Struggle Plate Podcast. It's pretty simple. And it's an amazing, it's an amazing show. I, you know, like I said, I, we did our episode together, but I just like it because it's the only music podcast really that I know and listen to. And it's just cool. The breakdown and your personality is, is that's perfect for you. That's, it's just an amazing show. So oh, thank you so much. I just try to tell my story, you know, through this podcast, you know, the first year. You know, I was completely heartbroken, so I let all the music and the pain out. Now I'm just having more fun with it, and I get to meet great podcasters like yourself, which who I am a fan of, by the way. You know, I don't have anybody on my show that I don't listen to. That's just makes not sense. how I do things. That makes sense. So, and I listen to your show. So, there you have it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And for my listeners... I'm so glad that you decided to tune in today and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to follow me on IG and Facebook at Drea's Point of View. I'm also on Twitter at Drea Point. I also have a website, www.dreaspointofview.com where you can get some merch, support the show. You can join Patreon as well and listen to all of my episodes. They're short and sweet. So it won't take you long to get through them. Leave a review or a voice message even. I, I, I love that. I actually got one the other day, my very first voice message uh, review. And that, that really did my heart some good. So hopefully you will tune in to hear me again. This has been Drea's Point of View. Thank you for listening.
Tune in every Sunday and Wednesday for a new episode of Drea's Point of View. Please subscribe on all major platforms and leave a review or voice message on www.dreaspointofview.com. Until next time.